This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Racing Components, the designer of the oil heat mats for dry sump tank applications. Find out more about the truths on engine oil heating at p1australia.com. You love supercars and keeping up to speed sometimes means hitting the rev limiter? Welcome to the Gates Rev Limiter Podcast. After each round, we unpack what happened. Join Andrew Clark. We paused a fraction and got it right, and they probably still would have won the race. I mean, and yours truly, Neville Wilkinson. These are the heady days when Ford was spending megabucks for all the action, all the controversy, and sometimes a little emotion. The Gates Rev Limited Supercars Podcast. Subscribe now on Apple, Spotify, or where you listen to them. Thunder Media. Hi, I'm Chas Mostert. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. The rookies are back on this episode of Inside Supercars. We find out about racing some night and what high deg is really like in the Gen 3. I definitely got my ears boxed a little bit at a few times, but then also held my ground a bit more as well. Reminding myself how important the tyre life is in this championship, like it's it's literally everything. It's your race, you know, it's just trying to make the tyres last longer. As a rookie as well, it's it's something that we never really experienced in Super 2 because it was 15 lap races, most of the time cut down to four or five because of safety cars. So now we come to these races and we're doing 50 something laps at Sydney Motorsport Park. It's uh, yeah, it's a big eye opener. It's Hill. Payne and Fraser joining us again on Inside Supercars and it starts now. Well, welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel and we're it's a Sunday evening and it's Sydney Motorsport Park. We're with Cameron Hill and we're talking rookie moments of the weekend. You had lots of speed all weekend. The car had demonstrably capable of getting a great result. Unfortunately, it wasn't to be. Yeah, we sort of walked away empty-handed, unfortunately. The car was uh, really fast, uh, especially in qualifying trim. Uh, two really good qualifyings, and I'm really happy that, you know, I, I showed the pace in, in quali, and, and even early on in both races, I was sort of running really strong. But um, Saturday, uh, a late safety car wasn't our friend, and I got beat up by some of the older guys um, and so learnt some hard lessons and then on Sunday uh, we were trucking along really good and unfortunately we had the worst pit stop of all time. We had um, dramas on both sides of the car with wheel nuts and, and circlips so <laughs> unfortunately that's racing. Um, you know we had fast cars and uh, nothing to show for it. Okay, um, the usual question of course is you've, you've raced here a lot and you know the track well. It obviously suits this new car because they look good there. Yeah, the cars were really good here. Probably better than even I expected. Like turn one is obviously a very fast corner and relies on downforce. And so I think we're all worried about it. But to be honest, that was the corner I had a bit of work to do after practice. They said, you just got to go quicker there. I said, far out. So uh, I, I, you know, Pulled my pants up and, and got it done in qualifying. But um, no, big it was boy big boy pants. But it was really, really, really fun to drive the cars here. The, the deg is obviously something we all talk about and have to manage. I, I heard Andre on another podcast, he explained it quite well. Obviously, the old cars, you know, the aero 
doesn't dig, you know, the aero would always be there. Whereas without the aero, it, you're more relying on the mechanical grip. And, and so you, you have to really manage the, the, the tire. You know, if you go fast, that's all well and good, but you pay the price later on. How much are you learning over the course of this year about how hard to go early yeah. to ensure you've got it at the back end? I'm doing better than I did at the start of the year, that's for sure. But uh, it's always hard, you know, you sort of... The only thing you can really gauge off is the guys around you. You know, I think on Saturday's race, I had a weapon start. I was up in P4. And then all of a sudden, I'm all over Cam Waters. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm good here. I'm, I'm good for third. But maybe that was a sign that I was going a little bit too quick. And, you know, I, I definitely started to fall back in that first stint. And so I then in the second stint played a more conservative tune. And... Um, and we were sort of trucking along all right then. But so it's, it's a really hard thing to, 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 you know, am I going too slow? Am I going too fast? It's really hard to say. Of course, you have a, a race engineer in Paul Forgey who's been around this business a long time, highly experienced, been with lots of championship drivers. Having someone like him on the end of the radio must have a great understanding for you of giving you the feedback on how it's going. Uh, Forgy, Forgy's been great. He's a hardcore racer. Um, we've definitely got a great rapport now. We often say that you know finish each other's sentences and say the same thing so and he's been he's been really good on the radio just sort of knows the right information that to give me and when when to give it so that's been a valuable asset to me this year um he was trying to you know cheer me up after the bad pit stop but i was a little bit cranky so um but we're all good now um we'll 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 put it behind us and we'll move on to the next one so the big question what was the one thing you learned from sydney motorsport park and the super night I feel like, you know, we we keep saying time management and qualifying, but I feel like I did a good job on those things this weekend. So um, probably just racecraft, you know. I, I definitely got my ears boxed a little bit at a few times, but then also held my ground a bit more as well. So got my elbows out a bit more, and, and you know, knowing knowing how to, to race these guys is, is definitely a, a skill, and I sort of feel like I'm, I'm getting better and better, so... All those things, all those little one percenters are key to getting results here, and and then even then you still need everything to go right. I thought you might have said racing at night's cool. It is very cool, actually, and, and you know what? It wasn't just cool from a spectacle point of view. Everything worked better. The car runs cooler. The tyres are cooler. We can drive faster for longer. So I'm all for it. I reckon night race all the time. Well, thank you very much, Cameron Hill, for joining us again on Inside Supercars. We look forward each time to hear your summary of a weekend as being a rookie in the series. And you're obviously doing a great job because while you're not getting the points and the results, you certainly are showing that learning process. And thank you again for joining us. Now, thank you very much, guys. It's really cool to, I guess, tell the story and um, one that might not always get told. So thank you very much for the opportunity. <laughs> joined by another of our rookies, Matt Payne. Weekend, a super night weekend at Sydney Motorsport Park. Tell us about how the weekend was for you in Penrite Racing. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's a good question, really. I think we sort of struggled when we rolled out, really. Um, you know, we didn't quite have the car in the window, and it makes it really hard when you, you're trying to sort of work on yourself and trying to give feedback at the same time it's, it's it's quite difficult so yeah we started off on the back foot and um yeah you know i usually go right around this track but uh this year was uh not quite i, I couldn't really say that really <laughs> now obviously this is the first time driving this car here you tested here early in the year 
Um, could you notice a lot of difference between it as the car as it was, or is it just it's a little mile bit better, or you know the window is closed, or? Um, to be fair with you, from the start of the start of the year at the uh, test day, I, I don't really notice a difference. To be fair, I, th I think they feel relatively the same. Um, I couldn't tell you if the if the wing was wing and how whatever they added was better. I couldn't really give you an honest answer on that. Um, so yeah, I think I think we we looked pretty strong at the start of the year for that test, but. Um, I think other people have improved their cars and we still sort of haven't really sorted out what problems we got at the moment so that's sort of why we're struggling a little bit so yeah. I've noticed you and David hard at work here preparing the cars for tomorrow's uh, running around uh, lots of rides to do tomorrow there's a ride day for the entire field um, great thing is that there's no no one suffering any severe damage which is fantastic because there's a lot of mechanics, I'm sure, that have had enough of the work for the weekend and they don't want to be starting again. Yeah, I mean, like, Dave had his uh, pretty big crash yesterday and, you know, the car was, was pretty banged up. Like, we had to replace the rear clip um, and there was a lot of damage on the front. So the boys worked till, like, 5.30 in the morning this morning to get it fixed and they did a remarkable job. I mean, the car was as straight, in, as, straight as an arrow when it rolled out today, so... um. It's good to see, and uh, yeah, hopefully, as you can see, no damage from the last race. So, um, yeah, let's <laughs> box on for the ride day tomorrow. So, is this the first time you've done a, a night race under lights? Because I know you've done night races over in Europe, but I don't know that they light the racetrack all the way around. Yeah, I've done a few. I've done a couple of races over there, like Spa. We were in night. They don't. They definitely don't light the circuit over there. It's it's quite dangerous actually, but. Um, yeah, there's been a couple of other ones at night, uh, Paul Ricard, uh, things like that. So, yeah, this is obviously my first one in Australia, pretty much, and it's, it's really cool here. You know, they do a really good job of lighting the track, and it all looks pretty cool, you know, when, you, when you're sort of charging from the, from the off the last corner and you look down the straight. It's, it's a pretty, pretty cool atmosphere with all the lights and that. So, yeah, I, I'd really enjoyed my night race, uh, if only I was just a little bit higher up the field. So, yeah. And as we always ask you, What's the one thing you learnt from this weekend? Um, oh, it's probably two things I reckon. Number one is just reminding myself how important the tyre life is in this championship. Like it's it's literally everything. It's your race, you know. It's just trying to make the tyres last longer, and you know having the car set up to do that. Um, and yeah, just another thing is just you know character building uh, weekend for me. You know we just didn't really get a decent result in any session this weekend so it's, it's um, yeah it's time to sort of take away what I did and try and look back at it and study it and see what we can uh, do better for the next round so well the unfortunate thing I must tell you is that um, while you were out there enjoying looking down the straight and every it was terrific from your point of view from our point of view the cars look fantastic on the track the spectacle is is well and truly there and the great thing is that the new cars as we've said all along they look sound and will f work fantastically well um, it, it's a, a pleasure to have you on the show again matt i look forward to uh, hearing results of your next couple of meetings um, and thank you again for joining us inside supercars no worries thank you Declan Fraser here, and it's a rookie chat again. Declan, welcome back. You've had a, a couple of uh, tough days of racing here. 
around the circuit. Um, obviously, uh, there were changes to your car. You had uh, soft tyres, high deg track. How did, much did you enjoy the weekend? Yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting weekend to say the least. The uh, the deg was pretty big for us, uh, as it was for everyone in the field. But for me, first time experiencing Sydney deg, so it was a lot of fun. I think we uh, still had pretty decent pace, and now we get to come back and do it all again tomorrow with a ride day. Okay, and with no consequences on anything, and no stopwatches out there, people are just doing stuff. One of the things, of course, you'd been here early in the year for the test day with a debut. No, you didn't get here for that. Sick. I was sick of that day, yeah. yeah. Who drove your car? Uh, Tyler. Lucky old Tyler. Yeah, right. yeah. So he'll probably do a lot of laps tomorrow as well. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, talking with the other three drivers you have, and that's a privilege that you have that not many others do in this paddock, the difference between certainly throttle bodies, wings, what differences can be felt was the general feeling amongst the Tickford crew? Um, I think the throttle bodies probably made it <clears throat> a little bit easier on the throttle application, like just being able to feel the throttle. I think the aero package probably missed the mark a little bit of what we're looking for, especially coming here to a high aero track where there's a lot of deg and you sort of need the aero to sort of help with the tyre life. So I think there's still room for improvement and supercars know that and they've seen that as well and they've admitted it this weekend. So um, yeah, it's... I guess it's still pretty exciting because there's still more stuff that we can get out of the car. And this is a Chas Mostert uh, comment about um, the wing on my TCR uh, Audi or whatever he was driving was more effective than the wing on the, on the boot of the Mustang. Yeah, right, I didn't hear about that. I've seen them uh, go up to him after the race, but yeah, it's probably an interesting comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw the fact that uh, the end of that race, race 19 of the year, um, that the U3 rookies were all sticking together. It was like a club back there. Yeah, must have been, yeah, a little bit. But we had problems. We uh, didn't have the front left wheel on in the pit stop and they dropped my car on the ground. So um, that was a bit of a shame and we dropped right out of the pack. But when I went back and looked at my stint length, actually, I was inside the top 10 on pace, catching everyone in front. So <clears throat> I guess that's a really good uh, thing coming from us for the out of the weekend that we can look at that and know that we had relatively good pace when it came down to that type of stuff. Saturday night. What was that experience like for you the first time here under lights and supercars? There were so many people that came out for the weekend. Like the grandstands were packed, and to come out for that type of event so late in the night is amazing. And uh, as a driver at the night, makes it so much more difficult to actually see where your braking markers are and sort of the lines and following people. Everything just gets that little bit harder. So. Yeah, it was really cool. Another experience to tick off the off the list, and uh, hopefully next year when we come back, we can go even better than what we did this year. So the magic question: What's the one thing you learned out of this weekend? Tire deg. I know that I've been doing it every single weekend at every other track. We have deg, but here is where we have the most deg. So bringing the tire in nicely, not abusing the thing, and using the grip that you have rather than overdoing it, and just like. You have one little rear lock and it sets off the rest of the track and then you're basically done for the whole entire stint. So you do that on lap three, you're going to be struggling for the next 17. So, uh, no, it was really good for me this weekend. Um, I guess another thing is mental toughness when you're having crappy rounds like we have uh, previously. It's uh, it, it gets really mentally draining. Um, so just coming back week in, week out, i got a good crew behind me and they're, um, yeah, they're keeping me going and see how we go in, what, three weeks now. I guess you'd be surprised to learn that the other two rookies we spoke to said tyre dig was their biggest problem this weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's for everyone. I think uh, as a rookie as well, it's 
it's something that we never really experienced in Super 2 because it was 15 lap races, most of the time cut down to four or five because of safety cars. So now we come to these races and we're doing 50 something laps at Sydney Motorsport Park. It's uh, Yeah, it's a big eye opener, but like I said, I've got three people around me in my team with Randall, JC and uh, Cam that have all been there and done that. So I've got a good wealth of knowledge that are helping me sort of progress. One of the things that several other drivers, including Matt Payne most recently for us, was talk about when you drove onto the track here, when you drove out of the last corner down the straight and looking down there and seeing the lights and the way it was, it was pretty spectacular. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was very cool. Like I said, the fans in the grandstand were what made it, I reckon, yesterday, last night especially. It was just so packed and you see everyone with their... I guess they're flashlights out taking videos as you go past. Obviously, I wasn't looking at it while I was racing, but as we went across the line. But, um, yeah, looking down the straight, you see all the lights, or everything lit up like a Christmas tree. It's uh, Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, enjoy tomorrow, uh, a ride day and more laps, and I'm sure more education as well as part of it. Uh, we'll look forward to uh, watching you over the coming results uh, at Tail and Bend and Sandown. Uh, all the very best, Declan. We uh, look forward to chatting to you again after those rounds. Too easy. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. You love supercars and keeping up to speed sometimes means hitting the rev limiter? Welcome to the Gates Rev Limiter Podcast. After each round, we unpack what happened. Join Andrew Clark. We paused the fraction and got it right, and they probably still would have won the race. I mean, and yours truly, Neville Wilkinson. These are the heady days when Ford was spending mega bucks for all the action, all the controversy, and sometimes a little emotion. The Gates Rev Limited Supercars Podcast. Subscribe now on Apple, Spotify, or where you listen to them.